He sent forth his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. Psalm 107 verse 20. The message you're about to hear is a straightforward, down-to-earth and insightful teaching by Lady Reverend Adelaide Heward-Mills. Lady Reverend Adelaide serves under her husband, Bishop Dag Heward-Mills, as a pastor at the Lighthouse Chapel International. Lady Reverend Adelaide is a handmaiden of God and is privileged to have been used by God to pastor and to speak the Word of God, both nationally and internationally, to all ages and gender. She has a plethora of messages on many issues, experiences, and situations of life from God's perspective. Get ready to be transformed as you listen to this message by God's anointed handmaiden, Lady Reverend Adelaide Heward-Mills.
and um, nobody knew what God would do. And um, it's always been very humble beginnings. When I look at your church, you have tiles. We didn't have tiles. You have sofas. He was still able to have supernatural experiences with God. Amen. Amen. Let the same be the let it be the same for you. I said that even if you were going through a trial, if you are the seed that falls on good soil, then you can ask God 
and he will do great things in your life. John was telling us who he was. He said that he was a brother just like you and I. The Bible says God is not a respecter of persons. I mean, the blood of Jesus was shed for everybody. And so, we can also experience what John experienced. Amen. Amen. So Revelation chapter 4 verse 1. Into Revelation chapter 4 verse 1. After this I looked and behold a door standing open in heaven. And the first voice which I heard was as it were of a trumpet and it was talking with me. And it said, Come up hither and I will show thee things which must be here after. Amen. Amen. One of the cardinal things about John's experience was that he was alone. In those days, if you were now or you were seen as an undesirable in society, we had what they call exile. So they would take you to a faraway place. And the idea was that you wouldn't see anybody. And that would even affect your mental health. And it will cure you of your criminality. And so places like Siberia in Russia, Russia, it was very, very cold. And that's when they used to take Harden criminals or undesirable. Australia was also founded because of that. Australia. They used to take all criminals from the UK to Australia because Australia is very far. Because if you go through South Africa, the journey is shorter than 14 hours on the sea. When you look down, see non-stop. As you are going to Australia, 14 hours, water. Until Australia, they are 14 hours. So, so the people were so bad that, mm. or so undesirable that they will put you far away. It's like normal prison will not cure you. But John was going through that for the gospel. And so, so not John, yeah, Paul said, I suffer for the gospel as if I'm a wrongdoer. 
But in the midst of this, God was giving him revelations and visions. Because no one can imprison what God wants to do. The book of Revelation says, I set before you an open door which no man can shut. Revelation says, But usually, we look at it and say, This could happen, this can happen, this can happen. And we go through a time of fear, looking at thousand things that can happen. Hmm. But, hmm. <laughs> We always have to remind ourselves. Some of us, if it were not for the trials and temptations in our lives, we will not be sitting in church today. But God used the like by now you will be insulting pastors. 
And you say, oh, yeah, I don't go to these type of churches. But God used certain things to bring you to this place. Amen. I remember many years ago when we didn't have a church hall. And we used to meet in a canteen. We got notice that we cannot continue to meet at the medical school canteen that they are taking their facility from us. We thought that we didn't even have money. Where are we moving to? And then we saw some dilapidated place in Kolekono, and by it was a terrible public toilet. And in spite of that, we didn't even have the money to purchase that facility. We asked for loans, help. It never came. But God was teaching us not to live by loans as a church. So little by little, God across that place. It was an old cinema hall. It wasn't the best of places. There was no roof. There were no chairs. Everything was broken. But for us, we saw God's hand. So when we were moving there, we had a brass band and we danced. From Kolebu Canteen to the dilapidated. And when we got there, we decided, we decided to work on it little by little. Till it became decent. Decided to build a wall around it. And we put all our international flags nice hanging. The one day we were at home, at dawn, and then we got a phone call. Landline, no mobile phone. And we were told that the government had brought cranes and they had mowed down every wall around the church. There was no reason. But the boys in the area 
had said that we're political or what I don't know. Because if you're not as I said, one word in what you want to say. Yeah, 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 yeah. We went to everywhere we could go to. It wasn't working. One thing was working. And that was for me. Holding his garment in my closet. At that time, I wasn't working full time for the church, so I had to go to the office every day. And everybody had their own version of why things were the way they were. And so whenever I go to work, my boss would say to me, Why don't you sit down and talk to these people? Maybe engaging the community, but we have done all that. So I didn't know what to say. A whole government was against us. Now, President it wasn't the time of democracy helicopters could fly over the church the vice got involved there was a big minister involved all against us but in our closets I cried unto God. Yet see who fell with that day. Now program be was Abraham and I a friend good morning. It was a very popular program. Now a program I really see in ending. One morning we got up and we were on good morning at car. Yes, sorry, I'm a baby now. You was Abraham. And I was just insulting my husband. Now we would Timmy couldn't tell me because they had gone to. The neighborhood in Kolegono. Yes, I said, area of Fona. And they said they were interviewing the people. Oh, this man is evil. These people, they are proud. They are whatever. On Pisabisa, Profona, Samoa, the Omo Kansas of Penny, where you have time, where you're there. The court of public opinion, what everybody thinks. We were. Like uh, unwanted children. Even some pastors asked whether we pray. And yet God knew. In fact, anybody who wants to tell you maybe I see what you want to say, you say, "Mono katra yensen kaiyenyai asori kumano." But it caused us to withdraw into our prayer closet. Nte sani omo ikano ebo modi yansu guaye mayansu chipi yempa ebo akori muchi abo. And it helped me na ebo amii to understand the scripture. Emma miti nyami asema sepa. When it said, I will lift up my eyes unto the hills. From whence come in my Because when I looked left, there was nobody to understand me. When I looked right, there was no one to understand me. But when I went into my closet, I found the man who was there. Emmanuel means 
God glorified himself. I'm just going to eat in a restaurant. And you are not even my church member. Now, what are you my friends? And people I don't know. Oh, your life is a testimony. Hey, mama, what Don't wait till there's a trial. And I am now having 
cultivate a relationship with him. Paul said at the time, all men forsook me. But the Lord stood by me. But the Lord stood by me. Amen. 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 God wants alone times with you. When you look at Acts chapter 10, verse 9, at chapter 10, verse 9, it talks about Peter. Peter. Some people had been sent from Cornelius to go and call Peter. And Prophonia Yasuma also uncle Peter and Mark Cornelius. I realized that God hadn't told Peter before. Now he had already sent the people. Knowing what work he would do to bring Peter on board. Now when you so as the people went on their journey, the Bible says as they were getting near to the city, Peter went up. What did the voice say to John? Come up Peter. Peter went up. Peter Upon the house top, to do what? Was he going there to do Facebook? No, of course, Facebook. Was he there to check his WhatsApp? Was he there to look at his momo? The Bible says he went to the house top to pray. The Bible says about the sixth hour. And he became very hungry. And would have eaten, but the food wasn't ready. So as they were making the food, the Bible says he fell into a trance. And verse 11 says, and he saw heaven open. Now verse 11 says, now what it's good to be in a church. It's good to fellowship, like I said yesterday. But there are times when every day you must look for time to be alone with God. Amen. Amen. He saw heaven opened. And when it opened, he saw a great sheet with different animals. The assignment God had for him. He would not have known if he had not sought to be in his presence. About the sixth hour, he just came up onto the top of the roof. Meanwhile, God had sent the people go. Go and call Peter. He will follow you and go with you. Peter did not go to the house talk with the inhabitants of the house. 
to encounter God. You must be used to a long time. I was in his presence. And when he went to pray, I believe he had no agenda. Like when the, uh, John was told to come hither, he didn't know it was a voice, like a trumpet talking. But when he took that step, then God said, I'm going to show you. God had to deal with Peter's um, um, his mindset, the way he thinks, what he believes. God was saying, look, it's a new dispensation. Mm. I need your attention mm. so that I can minister that to you. Mm. In your alone time, God can change certain things about you that need to be changed. It's not always even a sinful life. But what Peter was going to see was that the law does not bring salvation. That cleansing and righteousness comes through the blood. Now, now Peter, you know, and don't get your attention. If he wants to tell you something, I would have Before you will go with the people. And God did that way. Because Peter made time alone. Amen. Amen. Sometimes you may even be in a crowd. But God will speak to you in the midst of the crowd as an, an alone person. Amen. Amen. When we look at the story of Stephen, say Stephen, Acts chapter seven, Acts chapter seven, verse fifty-six. Am I making sense? Yes, mommy. Stephen had been chosen as a deacon. The Bible says he was full of faith and the Holy Spirit. Amen. And then they said, no, we have to get rid of him. So Stephen preached to them about Jesus. But when they heard these things, the Bible says they were angry. But from 55, being full of the Holy Ghost, 
looked up steadfastly into heaven. And saw the glory of God. And Jesus. Standing on the right hand of God. And he said, Now can say, Behold! I see the heavens open and the Son of God standing on the right hand of God. How can people be so angry with you? They are thinking of stoning you. When you lift up your eyes, you see the glory of God. You see open heaven. You see Jesus standing on the right It means you must know where to look. It means in those alone times you are surrounded by enemies. But you are alone. When you look up, God opens the heavens. Amen. Amen. Ezekiel 1 1. Ezekiel 1 1. I'm telling, I'm showing you men of God and their experiences by being alone with God. Amen. Amen. Ezekiel chapter 1, verse 1. Ezekiel chapter 1, verse 1. Now it came to pass in the 30th year, in the fourth month, in the fifth year of the month, as I was among the captives by the river of Cheba, that the heavens were opened. And I saw visions of God. Amen. Amen. How come in our work with God the heavens are not opening? Why are we not seeing visions of God? Because we are too busy. And we don't make time to connect with Him. But God is waiting. But Amen. Amen. Now we will continue to read about people that had a long time with God. Because I am bringing us to a place. Amen. Amen. Genesis chapter 34. Genesis chapter 34. The Lord said unto Moses, Hew thee two tables of stone like unto the first, and I will write upon these. Mm-hmm. And, and be ready in the morning. And come up in the morning unto Mount Sinai. If we live on this earthly realm, nothing is going to happen. Except we take a step up. We leave the carnal nature. We take this to the realm of the spirit. It's life and peace. And you're 
Talk money. Before you even set out to even yourself, how you look after yourself. Before the work that you do. And if you are in ministry like me, so many things are calling you. When you look at all the things, now just but we learn how to leave this thing and come up so that we will have a what happened when Moses went up? So Moses went up as the Lord had commanded him. God has commanded you to. Amen. Amen. The book of Isaiah. Isaiah, woman. He says, They that wait upon them. They are the ones who will renew their strength.
you experience God in a realm that you haven't experienced. Amen. Amen. And he proclaimed the name of the Lord. And the Lord passed before him. And the Lord and, and proclaimed the Lord, the God, merciful and gracious, long suffering and abundant in goodness and truth. How would he have experienced all these attributes of God? And when you meet him in the closet, when you meet him by going higher, you experience his characteristics. He reminds you that he is merciful, unlike him. He reminds you that he's long suffering, unlike men. He reminds you that he is the truth, unlike men. He reminds you that he is abundant in goodness. Even mercy for thousands. Now I know here was not say every Forgiving iniquity and transgressions. And visiting the children, the father's iniquity of the children. Now How would Moses have known all these attributes of It is true that God speaks to us through the Bible. But oftentimes he has to remind us of his promises. And when you have that, you keep it in your spiritual bank. And then later on, when you need to withdraw, you will have something in your account. The Bible says Moses made his and he bowed his head toward the earth and he worshipped. When you go higher, you see God in a certain dimension. And your answer will just be worship. It's not like when we come to church and we tell you, clap, clap, clap. Are you standing there like that? And then we say, everybody lift your hands. I have a problem with that. Because now, it looks like Christians have to be told everything. Because when you are coming to church, you haven't had any encounter with God. So everything we have to wind you. Does everybody lift your hands? And you'll be saying in your head, I will be in the garden. And even when you lift it a few seconds. Because you are not spiritual and you don't understand it. You just put it aside and you put prayer. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. 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 I'm sor
When you go up in that, you find grace. Moses said, if now I have found grace in thy sight. A lot of us are doing things through our human effort. But Hebrews 4 16 says, Let us come therefore boldly unto the throne of grace. Hebrews 4 16 says, The throne of God is high. And we have to go up. And And then he said, Now can say that God should lead them? I pray thee go among us. Going up hither, experiencing open heavens. It's not a one-way street. Sitting on now. It is the prayer people have prayed. 
against you asking him for anything. But when your prayer topic is always about you, Moses had problems. Now Moses know how to be. He maybe have had marital problems. He was asking for the covenant. And so he was asking for a child. He was asking for pardon. When we come out here, that our selfishness will be us. Young as I I am, I am, I am, I I am, I am, I am, Amen. Amen. What we have these days is that we have a lot of empty Christians. They say in the was the same when they said, You were a Christ of If you look at Luke 11, then Luke chapter 11, verse 25. It says that. Um, okay, maybe we should read a little. Verse 21. When a strong man armed keepeth his palace, his goods are in peace. But when a stronger than he shall come upon him and overcome him, he takes away all his armor wherein he trusted and takes away everything he has. Verse 24. When the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places seeking rest. And finding none, he says, I will return unto my house from whence I came out. It is And when he comes, he finds it sweat and well finished. Then he goes and takes to himself seven other spirits more wicked than him. And the last state of the man is worse than the first. It's not enough to have been delivered from fetish or evil spirits. That you gave your life to Christ and a lot of demons left you. You cannot live your life empty. Your life is represented by a house here. You have swept the house. 
Our mothers and our fathers they used to wake up at dawn to pray. Sometimes they will even mention your name in the prayer. One of our pastors, his now bishop, said his mother used to pray. Honey, in here, Akashino, Abashia, or say, I saw about my name, I may man, I was here, Radi, Mammy Bay, and you live and God has answered over the years. You have to have a time. Even if you miss it a few times, it's understandable. But just like you will not go out without brushing your teeth or using a chewing stick. In the same way, let it be a habit that you come hither. How can you prophesy outside God's word? How can somebody prophesy to you that the Lord said, remove your clothes and let me bath you? But it is happening. Because we never want to come here by ourselves. So we are being misled in every direction. But the word of God is sure. And it is the foundation. So find a regular time. A practical time that will work for you. A regular time. To come up hither. So Usually in the morning. God said to Moses, be ready in the morning. So the morning works better for most people. Withdraw yourself from the presence of other people. Your coming is not a time for church service or fellowship meeting. It is an intimate time between you and your God. It must be a private moment that you hold dear. Moses could not come hither with other people around him. Coming hither is a time when you are alone with God. Even when you met your husband, you needed time alone. I remember when my husband proposed to me. We had been friends. And he said that although he liked me, he wanted to hear from God. So he was going to wait on God. And whatever God says, whether he likes it or not, he will obey God. 
And I also said, of course, I'm also a Christian. No, you who is going to pray. I'm also going to pray. Uh -huh. And you going to pray. So we have the understanding that we give each other space. Even if we are friends. Amen. Amen. So he set out to pray. I also was praying. And then he had traveled after school to London. And when he came back, he came to look for me in my house. And by that time, I knew what God was saying to me. But it was for God to speak to him too. So eventually we ended up in his house in their living room. But they have another living room which is a bit to the back. And so my husband put on Andre Crouch. <laughs> he put on the music by And the song said, the question is, will I ever leave you? And you know, so the atmosphere was set. We had come hither. And I was waiting for what he was going to say. As soon as he began. Then, one of our very good friends, who was also in Lagos with us, it was Bishop Adi. Bishop Adi. And he did not sense the romantic atmosphere. He was totally clueless. In fact, I could see that my uncle was not happy. Now, friend, me who said me couldn't be happy for that, for that is not the answer. Because of actually, you couldn't. Oh no, they are wearing hoodie and they're covered. Because on earth, and we have come here. No, no, I was asking you, and you are what? Don't say, don't say, don't say, don't say. So, without being anti-Satan, hey. Then suddenly, how come suddenly he's getting up to go? When he left, uh -huh. my husband said, Ah, Ediba. You come to such a place, you cannot read that. <laughs> When I asked him, how come he 
got up suddenly to go. He said, I wrote it in my hand that please leave us alone. And when intruders come, it is a problem. I no more It's a no more God. Create that the second one come with no one, withdraw from the presence of other people. Come here. Create an atmosphere. That is conducive for fellowship with God. The Bible says, for instance, that He inhabits the praises of His people. So when you go into His presence, His word says, enter His gates with thanksgiving. His courts with Sometimes you can do that by playing good worship music in the background. But you should also learn to worship God yourself. As we worship God, the presence of the Lord fills out. There is a presence, there is a presence in which God thrives. And it is in the place of praise and worship. There's no need to struggle in an icy and hardened atmosphere. If Moses, if David could drive out demons by music, then demons can also come in by the wrong music. When you have chosen an appropriate time, you come alone. Create an atmosphere of worship because he inhabits the praises of God. Then you pray to begin your time in our Amen. Amen. The Lord proclaimed who he was to Moses, and Moses bowed his head in worship. Psalm 119 verse 18. Psalm 119 verse 18. Amen. Amen. What does it say? Open down my eyes. That I may behold wondrous things out of thy home. To see an open heaven, your eyes have to be Sometimes <laughs> 
Because God is faithful to show you a lot of things. Sometimes I have amazing dreams. And the way they manifest, even though it's my dream, I become afraid. God is waiting to be good to you. So ask him to open your eyes, even if it's the Bible you are reading. So that you will behold wonderful things out of his life. Then read a passage from the Bible. And expect God to speak to you. Sometimes you use a book. Sometimes you use somebody's preaching. But you are still using your Bible to look at the scriptures and meditate on Sometimes you choose a book in the Bible, let's say the book of John. They decide to study. Sometimes you choose somebody like David. He's one of my favorite characters. And then you read it. Now again, time. The step, the next step is that you meditate on what you have read. Then when you have done that. Ask the Lord what He said to you. As you pray, ask the Lord, what do you want me to see? Elijah prayed that the eyes of his servant would be opened. Elijah the Lord opened his eyes. And when the Lord opened the eyes, the servants saw the forces that were on their side. And he said, They that are with us are more than they that are with us. And after that, ask God, like Moses, for anything you want him to do. You may come with an agenda or without an agenda. But God's agenda, because you have come here, that will supersede it all. And then you pray for grace to do what he has asked you to do. As you step out, although you look like you are walking on the earth, you have actually gone hither. I remember my husband said he was waiting on God, he had gone hither, and he asked God, how can I be fruitful? God showed him a hand holding a book. And some little that drop. Right. Now, how effective is our ministry? 
how can we finish what God asked me to do? And God just brought a hand. Today, he has written and maybe distributed 30 million books. Everybody is writing to a multiple What is God's mandate for you? As he went hither, that is what God showed him. At that time, he didn't know how it would be. But we have been to so many places. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. 
It's now a personal thing. And you won't hear Forget about which on your left is on your right. His word has come to you. Open your heart and talk to him. Talk to God. Open your mouth. Tell him what you want him to do. Tell him how you want him to bring you up here. Ask him for grace. In Jesus' name, Amen. You are here this afternoon. You don't know Jesus as your Savior. You don't know whether you will go to heaven or hell when you die. You're playing games with God. This afternoon, He's giving you another chance. Green leaves fall and brown leaves fall. You don't know when it will be your turn. You need to decide to give your life to Jesus. You need to start afresh with God. You want to say, Lady Reverend, pray for me. I need to be serious with God. I want Jesus to be the Lord of my life. Forget about who is on your left and who is on your right. It's not about any human being. It's your personal life. Moses was alone with the Lord. You two are alone in terms of your relationship you want to say, Lady Reverend, pray for me. I want to make Jesus the Lord of my life. If you are like that here, every eye closed and every head. Just lift up your hands above your shoulder. Hi, I want to see it. God bless you. God bless you. I see your hands. If you put up your hand, do one more thing for me. Come forward. Come forward. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Jesus be magnified. Jesus be magnified. Thank you for salvation. Thank you for your priceless Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Spirit that brings conviction of sin, of righteousness, and of judgment. Be at work, Holy Spirit. Draw men unto you. As Jesus is lifted up. If you've come in front, please. Say these words after me and mean it with all your heart. Dear Jesus, this afternoon, I come to you just as I am as a sinner saved by grace. This afternoon, 
I invite you. To come into my life. So change. And be the Lord. And the master. Of my life. Forgive me. Because I'm a sinner. Let your blood. Cleanse me. And make me. A child of God. Thank you. And I was saved. For the cross. That saves me. Thank you. And I was saved. For rising from the dead. So that from this moment. I can have eternal life. Jesus. Yes. I'm starting with you. Hold my hand. Walk with me. And bring me hither. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, I lift up these ones that have come boldly to accept you again Amen. and to renew their commitment to you. Amen. I pray that this time it will be a serious one. Amen. I pray that this one, this time they will endure. Amen. Deliver them from evil yes. and from all the plans of the enemy. Amen. And make them steadfast and yes. unmovable, Lord, in you. Use them for their, your glory. Hallelujah. Let their lives be a blessing to you, Amen. to themselves, and to the kingdom. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. It was great having you today. To find out more about the resources available by Adelaide Heward Mills, please visit the Vision Bookshop at the Kodesh, North Kaneshi. Or meet her on Facebook at Reverend Mrs. Adelaide Heward Mills. For prayer and counseling, please call 0243-187-900. You can also drop us an email at honeyonmylips at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Until next time, God richly bless you.